Welcome to Found a Way. Today marks episode 50. I'm blessed to have Dakota Lions join us today, who currently plays soccer at the Ohio State University. Dakota, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Um, gearing up for your sophomore season. What did you learn about yourself the most during your freshman year on and off the field? Great question. So my freshman year, I definitely, first of all, I wish I had managed my time better. I tend to spread myself thin and, you know, first year of school, it's much different than I'm used to. The grades, like the classes, much, much harder. The rigorous schedule, being an athlete, mm, I was not used to it. But I think that's what every freshman goes through. You know, you kind of have to figure out what works for you as far as your meals and your dieting. But right, right. for me, definitely, I learned that I needed to set a schedule and plan ahead in order to be more proficient with my time. I didn't do that as much. And, you know, now I know it's sophomore year. So now I have that source of knowledge to move forward with. I also want to say that looking back, if I... If you had told me everything that I was going to go through my freshman year before actually leaving, I probably would have said, no way. Like, I can't believe I would ever be able to go through that. Um, and I'll talk a little more about that later. Right. Definitely my resiliency. I was more resilient than I ever would have imagined myself being. And I guess I take pride in that. You also, you can learn from that as well. Like you said, we'll dive deep into that later on. Uh, but why, why Ohio State, though? I, I know that you had, you know, a lot of accolades in high school, some impressive accolades. Um, but you're right, you know, sometimes it is like a, a change when you, you know, be the best player on your team. And then when you go to a, a high-profile program like like The Ohio State University, you know, things change and everybody's good. You're not just the only one that's like, you know, playing at a high level and competing. But I know you had some options coming out of high school. What stood out to you and what, what made you want to be a Buckeye? Yeah, so I don't know if you know this or not, but I committed to Ohio State freshman year of high school. So oh, really? I was looking at schools in eighth grade. So Damn. I was a baby trying to find out where I would spend these four years at. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to go to school with or without soccer I would be interested in. Mm -hmm. So I loved the veterinary programs. So I thought that Ohio State had a really great veterinary program and now I've sort of veered away from that path and now I'm focusing more medicine so right now I'm majoring in biology pre-med mm -hmm. which it has a great program in um so that was one thing that attracted um Ohio State to me um I'm also an only child so that sense of sisterhood okay. was very important to me when I was visiting all the different schools and feeling the vibe of how the team dynamic worked, Ohio State really stood out to me in that all the girls seemed genuinely happy mm -hmm. to be there. And the way that they interacted was so genuine. Mm -hmm. I really, really liked that. Um, and now looking back, I that gut feeling was so right. I think, um, yes, the girls are held to very high standards. We're all held to high standards and very competitive, but I like that environment. I feel like I thrive in that environment. Right, so you so, so you can just tell when, like, when you visited, you 
you can just tell like these group of young ladies will be able to push you, you know, on and off the field. Is that what you was talking? That's what you talking about? Yes, exactly. Okay, okay nice. Doing it in a way. During the season, how are you able to stay focused on your game and in the classroom? I know that you said you talked about you know struggling with time management, but um, there can be a lot of distractions. So how are you able to stay focused and locked in and block you know? everything out, all the bullshit out and just focus on, you know, the task at hand and making sure that your game is evolving and elevating and you're yeah. getting in the right reps. So, you know, I mentioned before keeping you a planner, but I also hold a lot of that to my increasing faith. My freshman year, I wasn't as rooted in Christ as I am now. And I think the more I connect the, with the Lord, it's easier for me to weed out distractions. Now I have made it a priority to build on my faith, practice daily devotion, and ultimately allow Christ to mold me into the woman he wants me to be. Right. And so that has to do with getting rid of distractions because it makes things that don't lead me to be the woman that I want to be less appealing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I guess by no means am I a perfect human at all, but knowing my purpose is to give glory to God, the things that separate me or draw me away from being my best self, the land of God is not as much of a distraction anymore. Mm -hmm. And like, and there's a lot of distractions at Ohio State. Like, I mean, I went to a small school and it was hard for me when I first went to college but um, was there like a couple experiences that made you draw closer to God is that, that you want to share or is it too personal? Yeah, no, I can absolutely share. Okay. So my, I vividly remember we played Mizzou freshman year and after that game, my mom came up to me and told me that someone in my immediate circle had passed away. And that was really, really hard on me. Um, and when referring to the experiences I had that I didn't know if I'd be able to come out of in the first question. Right, right. This was definitely one of them. Grief in itself is a distraction, but it's also something I learned that you have to go through and you have to process and there's no time frame for grief. Um, right. I also learned that um, you have to separate your emotions and your feelings from your sport and your daily life. Life keeps going, and that's okay. That's the hardest thing, isn't it? Yeah. That's and very hard. That was ultimately the beginning of my testimony or leading myself closer to my faith. Right, and then I, I have, like, one of my old teammates, he... Um, he actually passed away and I put like his uh, initials and his like and his name on my sneakers and um, I just think that it is very hard and especially when you know you're at a big school like that and you, you're going through that at the same time there's a, there's a lot more responsibility that you gotta be accountable for and not only it just reminds you that you're when you put on that jersey you know you're not only representing yourself but you represent your family um, you know, you're saying you represent a university, but I can understand because, like, I think God 
puts people through certain situations to mold them for what's to come in the future. And I think that it's hard to understand that when it first happens. You know, dealing with grief is no, it's not, it's not an easy thing. I mean, everybody deals with, you know, someone, someone of their loved ones dying differently. Um, but I'm the type of person that I wear my heart on my sleeve and, you know, I use like laughter. Like people always think that I'm joking and I'm clowning, but it's really just to hide the pain and try to cope with my, you know, with my depression. But I think, God has saved me a lot uh, during my lifetime. Um, and he's done tremendous things in my life. There's certain situations that I thought I would never get out of. And by me keep, keeping my faith, I got out of those situations. And I'm blessed to get out of those situations. Like, I'm blessed to be here, honestly. And that just reminds me that um, God loves everybody. Um, and... You're going to go through certain things in life that's going to make you even a stronger person at the end. There's always like a, a, a end goal, but you got to make it to the end. You got to be able to go through these obstacles, go through adversity. And but you got to but sometimes, Dakota, you got to look at, you at yourself in the mirror and see how blessed you are. I mean, there's less than one percent of people that go to Division One college. There's probably what point. 0.1% chance that you'll go to a power five and play soccer. I mean, I mean, you're blessed. And sometimes it's hard to see that. And we block our own blessings because, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get over that. You're going to, you're going to learn how to deal with it, but you're never going to get over that kind of stuff. And that's when you lean on God. And that's when God guides you and directs you. Um, and I just, th thanks for sharing that though. I, I really do appreciate it. Anything else you want to say about that? No, just that that was probably the ultimate factor in me being close to God and digging out in that deep, dark hole of Right, right, because when, when you're in that bad mental space, you, there, there's self-doubt that can creep in. There's like, you, you, you start to ask why, or, you know, why is this happening to me at this point, a time in my life? You know, the one thing I can say is God is never late. He's always on time. And there's always a reason of why stuff happens. And God has like a humor too. He's also funny. And, you know, some of the stuff that happened in my life, I'm just laughing like, man, thank God I wasn't at this place because this happened. And there's a reason why I wasn't at that place for me to be where I am right now. So it didn't make sense when it first happened, but now it makes sense four years later. It's just crazy how that happens. But I remember before we got on here, you were talking about how you were battling self-image through social media. Um, can you explain to us what you were going through with that? Yeah, so my freshman year, I want to say I gained 15 pounds of muscle. And so yeah. that me being outside forward, me relying on my speed as an asset to play well, that... 15 pounds of muscle did not mesh well with my play and it did not essentially help me be the best player I could be. So after I looked in the mirror and I heard my parents tell me like, hey, you play like you're someone else. Not in a bad way. Like I yeah. am so grateful for those who tell me the truth and I think that mm -hmm. truth coming from love is 
such an important thing. I think everyone needs it in their life. But as far as the self-image goes, I think that definitely played a role. Um, and Was there people, like, commenting on, like, your stories or something, saying, like, you look, like, manly or something? Like, what, what was the social media aspect of it? Me watching myself play soccer. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked like a different player. Like, I didn't look like the girl that was first committed to Ohio State. Yeah. Um, but gearing more towards the social media aspect, I love fashion. That fashion is a huge part of my life. Right. And I, the style that I'm into isn't necessarily projected always as the most modest. Like, you know, you dress up, I wear certain dresses, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I wish I had presented myself in a better light. Mm-hmm. I think that also has to go with my relationship with God, you know, doing right. everything for his race. You know what I mean? And right. so the way I want to project myself on social media now is much different than I thought that I would project myself my freshman year. Um, how you dress influences the people you attract i definitely see a change in that now just be just no go ahead sorry no just i have seen firsthand the people that i attract now into my inner circle we align so much more in our morals our beliefs Mm -hmm. the things that we value and yeah yeah but when i was saying about you know your your fashion and stuff and when you post on social media just be you who cares what anybody else says like I remember when I was in college, like, my parents was breaking their back just to pay my tuition. But there was some, like, weekends I was wearing the same jeans, like, that I wore last weekend or that I was wearing the day before. I did not care because it was my own situation and I had things going on. So, in reality, Dakota, you just got to not care or not give a shit about what other people think. You live in your life, people... You're, that's when you know you're doing something right, when somebody has to comment on your body or comment on your fashion or whatever the case may be like who cares man like you you got a great career ahead of you you're trying to be a legend you know what i'm saying like you got a lot on the line right now you, i know you're only a sophomore and you think you got time but that's just gonna go so fast i'm telling you that shit is like in a blink of an eye like that then you, you know your college career is over you don't want to be looking back at your college career being like damn i wish i would have done this i wish i would have done that when you have yeah. other things in your mind that you worrying about other people, that takes away, that takes away your career. Like takes away your identity with soccer. So who cares what other people got to say? And I mean, people gonna hate regardless, man. Like we, th- this is the world we live in. People are gonna hate and comment on different shit. Who cares? I agree. I think people who comment it reflects more about themselves than. They're not happy. Right. I like, well, it was hard, like Dakota, it was hard for me. Like I I was a hothead when I was younger, but I learned how to handle my, manage my emotions and not respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like LeBron, you know, you know how much criticism LeBron takes every single day, but he doesn't like, 
he doesn't never respond. Like, you got to get to a point, you got to get so mentally sharp that you just never respond to people and just keep your chin up, chest out, and just keep moving forward. Because you got bigger fish to fry, I'm telling you, man. So, thanks for sharing that. But it's a lot, it's a lot that comes with being an athlete. You know, you've been competing at a high level your entire career. Walk us through any, I know know you just did a little bit, but walk us through any more mental health challenges that you had throughout your journey and how did it make you a better person and player? Um, well, you know, the whole thing with the death of the individual, but I don't think there was a specific scenario other than that that really shaped who I am today. I think it's more the overall experience. We talk at Ohio State a lot about being comfortable, being uncomfortable. Right. And that has completely shifted my mentality when facing adversity. And through the hardships and struggles, I have also learned that it helps to take people along with you in bringing them either closer to the Lord or just closer to those that you care about in general. Mm-hmm. And sense of community like and sisterhood, the I have your back phrase. Right. You, you can't wait for someone else to do it. Because someone else may not be thinking about it or maybe waiting for someone else to do it. But I think it should start with you to encourage people to be their best selves always and just dig them out of whatever pit that they're in. Everyone's going through something. Mm -hmm. You may not know it. Treating everybody with kindness is definitely the way to go. How's your relationship with your coaches? Because that can go a long way to you know, helping you off the field? Like, how's your relationship with your coaches? Can you have personal, uncomfortable conversations with your coaches? Yes, absolutely. And okay. I'm so grateful for the coaches that they have now. Yeah. Um, definitely have helped shift my perspective on the player that I am today. Mm-hmm. Not just on field, but being my best self. You know, we have leadership meetings every week. Nice. And they're amazing. Like, I am so blessed to be in a school that gives us these opportunities from lessons as like the being uncomfortable. Um, we talk about how talent needs trauma in order to, I guess, flourish. And yeah, I just think the coaches are really, really great here. Yeah, so you you talk about how you got leadership meetings and stuff. Do you have, like, mental health counselors, like, resources that you can go to and you can talk to, like, like people that, you know, is willing to sit down and listen beside your coaches? Yeah, so at the beginning of last season, so the beginning of my freshman year, we had these mental health counselors come in and introduce themselves and just offer their services for us whenever we need them. Um, I used one of them last year and she was amazing. And just that opportunity is such a blessing. Okay, nice, nice. Um, what kind of what kind of impact has your inner circle and faith had on you so far throughout your career? Um, let's fo- focus on your inner circle a little bit. How has your inner circle been able to help you? you know, throughout your career so far, you play on the field and, and just all the field stuff. My inner circle, we keep things transparent. 
transparent between us and Uh honest. Every single person in my inner circle gives me the advice without any sugarcoating. And I think I really value that. Uh I think it's essential to have in an inner circle. Also, with my faith, we send each other Bible verses or just keeping each other on track with maintaining your relationship with the Lord. I think that is so important and definitely the center of my, of most of my friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. When you put on that Jersey, you know, but what number do you wear? 11. All right. So when you you were in 11 this upcoming season. (laughs) Okay. So when you put on that 11, you know, before the game, what kind of emotions are you feeling? Walk us through the emotion and the mental process, you know, during during a uh, game day. So, whew, I remember when I first put that jersey on, yeah, it was different. You can't forget that moment. Yeah, it's right. Amazing. Um, we keep our jerseys separate from our lockers, so we only really touch them on game day. Nice. So, putting that jersey on definitely shifts your mentality towards like this is it this is you're about to play not just for your school you don't just represent your school but you represent every single experience that you've been through right up to this moment and it's now these 90 minutes to show the world your stuff Mm -hmm. and your progress that you've made along years um it's for your family it's for your friends i think it's so cool still to be on tv like mm-hmm. um, you know my emotions i just smile out of it but yeah. it, it's so exciting um you should be excited it's also a sense of responsibility you know Absolutely. soccer it's still a job and you still have certain expectations out of you mm-hmm. so is when I put that on, I only think of try your hardest. Mm-hmm. That's all you can do at the end of the day. Right. And if you do that, I mean, you can walk off the field knowing that you did everything. Nice. What is a long-term goal do you, do you have or do you want to accomplish before graduating Ohio State? Is it to win a natty? Is it this? This could be individually and team-wise. Like, oh, so yeah, let's do that. What's the individual goal that you have for yourself before you graduate? Individual goal. Uh-huh. I would say to make the Big Ten team. You know, they post the Big Ten team. Yeah, for, a first team, second team, like a, third, what, like yes. first the, team, like the Big Ten first team. Okay. You know, they pick um, yeah. an individual. Right, right, right. Ten, All right. Like a team. Um, okay, cool. Say it with your chest, though. Say it with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah. Starting lineup, lead a sister. I think my position right now isn't necessarily geared towards being the mm-hmm. top finisher. Mm-hmm. As an outside forward, you're more of a goal opportunity creator. So I think as far as accolades on the field mm-hmm. starting left forward okay nice that's good goals to have what about team wise team What's, wise yeah 
Championship, of course. Okay, did you guys go to the tournament last year, right? We did. Oh, nice, yeah, we, nice. We ended up being top 32. What's the expectations for uh, this year coming up? Like, how's the team looking and what aspects within your game have you been working on? So, starting with the team, I think we have a great bunch of girls this year. It's, we have a fairly new team. We have a lot of freshmen coming in, and, you know, my class is eight girls, so we have eight sophomores and 11 freshmen. So very young, but lots of new talent, and we haven't really played a full game yet together since it's still summer, but the touches and the foot skills and the talent on the team, we have some really great players, and... I'm excited to see where this will take us. Okay, okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay, good, yeah. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dakota. And um, I think I think you're going to be fine, man. I th thanks for sharing your story and talk about, you know, some uncomfortable things that you usually don't talk with, with anybody. So I'm, I'm blessed to have you on. And one thing I would say is, like, from my experience, this is the, the reason why I started my podcast, because I, I left so much air in my basketball, like, when I was in college, I, I went to, you know, that party instead of getting up shots. Like, I want you to always remember that it's okay having fun, right? You want to have fun and live life, but at the same time, you have to put soccer above everything else. Um, you don't want to look back in your life and be like, damn, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have done that. And my soccer career would have been, you know, different. Um, so what I would say is, man, forget all this social media shit, this TikTok, you know, jewelry, all that shit. It don't matter. You're out of house state for a reason. You got a big purpose. You're, you know, you're close with God and you're trying to be a legend. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell that you want to be a legend, you know, on and off the field. You know, you're about to get a college degree in, in a couple years. So my big thing is just make sure just to keep the bullshit to the side all the distractions and please focus like all the little things get slipped through the crack like everything that sounds cliche like people would just ignore that shit man and then when it comes up it's like damn i wish i would have done that right so it it, it it could be as little as like if you're doing a suicide and you don't touch the line like you're not gonna make it to the end i just wish you nothing but the best and i'm always here for you so thank you thank you for coming on i really really appreciate it thank you so much yeah. for having me